Hey, Just, how's it going, man? Uh, good, good. Um, yeah, hold on, let me get Kurt for you. Got it. Okay, Kurt, we got Elliot, Elliot, Kurt, Gazerox. Kurt, what's going on? What's, what's going on, man? I don't know, man. You tell me. I mean, you're at the uh, this whole like uh, ground zero of what's going to take over the world, in my opinion, which is esports, right? And the whole the whole video game industry, the whole gamification of the world. And so, with that being said, can you give us a yeah, a little background on how you got to this point right now? Yeah, I mean, uh, I grew up in Dayton, Ohio. I uh, always uh, was in the video games when I was a kid. Um, played multiple game titles, whether it was shooting games, sports games, of course, always took uh, took over. I was uh, an athlete uh, coming up, played football, basketball, baseball. Um, graduated high school, uh, went out to the United States Navy. Uh, served from 1997 to 2001. Wow. During, during that time, uh, that's when NBA 2K had hit the scene. You know, I grew up playing uh, Lakers versus Celtics, Lakers versus Bulls. <laughs> yes, sir. Any group any, any game you can think of, even all the way back to Atari, when it looked like you were just throwing it up under a rim and it was coming back down rolling in. So, so I, I don't mean to interrupt you. So you remember Mark Price from the three-point range? Oh, without Brad Doherty, Craig, you know? Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir. Really close, and one night he just uh, said, uh, 
Bert, I think you know, I can run a league better than all the leagues in the South. Mm. And I, I said, well, you know, what, what are you going to call it? And then he said, the MPPA. I said, what's that stand for? It's my association. Okay. And I said, well, you know, whatever you want to do, you know, I'm, I got your back. I'm, uh, you know, I, I'll help you. Um, so we started uh, at the end of 2014, going into 2015. Uh, by 2016, Poem was in official mode in the game. Um, and our league had thrived at this point. If you played uh, in that my player mode in Poem, you pretty, we pretty much knew who you were and you knew who we were. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were pretty much nationwide, even uh, even in some places overseas. So, um, 2017, of course, Take Two Interactive and the NBA announced their 50 50 partnership and creating the NBA 2K League. Mm-hmm. At this point, we didn't, we were excited about it. We didn't know our place in the world would be, um, but we just continued to keep doing what we was doing and caught the attention of Bucks GG, which is the affiliate of uh, the Milwaukee Bucks, okay. uh, NBA 2K League. And we came, we went on with them and, and became draft analysts. Uh, in the first season, we helped them pretty much put their team together. And then the following season, um, I was hired by Next Gaming Crew uh, to be the GM and head coach. And Tawan was hired as the GM and head coach from Mad GG, which is the affiliate of the Dallas Mavericks. And also, Lawrence West, who was with us, uh, he a year later, he was a, announced the GM and coach for Hornets Venom DT, which is the Charlotte Hornets affiliate team. So it's official that everybody who I started with in the MPBA is now in the NBA together. Unbelievable. Unbelievable backstory. But now getting to the present, right? You have right. that whole lineage of, of history that, that you went through. But now we got this world right now where you're seeing these actors, these artists, uh, these uh, you know hip hop artists, musicians coming in. You got these athletes, Ben Simmons, who are like really good at the game, and vice versa. And now, how do you see it today? Like, can you believe that this is all going on right now? No, de- definitely not. I mean, throughout my journey, I can't, I can't even fathom half of the time. And every day I wake up and every day I go to sleep, I, I get to do something that I truly love uh, for a living. And, and and to see where it's at today where it's pretty much uh it's normal to us but it, it, it's growing rapid uh amongst people who just thought gaming was just gaming mm. um, now it's a, it's a lucrative industry um that you know obviously people are making a living at doing so uh, i think it's something that, that kind of started out as something that you kind of joke about and now people are tending to take it serious because they see uh where it's heading um, the one thing that I always liked about gaming is that it's just a bonding agent. I mean, and especially when you look at our room in, in the 2K League, you know, you don't have to be seven foot. Yes. A 250 pound grip to, mm. to, to play. Mm. I mean, and, you know, it could be male or female. So, I mean, I, I think it's, it's a world that's open uh, to a lot of individuals. And, and I think it's creating a lot of uh, good opportunities for everybody. You know, two things I take away from what you just said, all inclusive, um, it, it matches up with the real world, right? And the real world right now is all inclusive. There's a movement for that. There's a movement across the globe for um, for people of all ages, genders, uh, racial, racial backgrounds, economic backgrounds to 
to be more equal. And the gaming, I think gamification gives people that. But for real, you could be, I mean, you could be in a wheelchair, like you said, you could be five foot two and be the most dominant 2K player in the world. It could happen. No, you're, no, you're absolutely correct. And, and I think uh, that's the beauty of it. Yes. I mean, uh, you know, all people from all walks of life, you know, all different. I'm sure with most gamers, just as well as anybody else, if you take time to, to, to listen to them and, and talk to them, everybody has a unique story of how they got into gaming, especially if they, if they became a professional gamer. I mean, my story is uh, one for the ages, and, I'm, and, I, and it's many more just like mine. And, and, I, I, and I just think it's it has its moments because, of course, it's competitive. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's one big one big community, and, and we all just want to do what's best for the, for the world of esports. And the other thing I took away from what you said previously is the ecosystem that's being built out around it. What do you see specifically when it comes to the ecosystem in terms of sponsorships, in terms of business opportunities, in terms of um, ideas and concepts that are not even uh, kind of aware by mainstream right now? I think, you know, that's one of the, the, the aspects that a lot of people uh, just do to esports don't grasp right away. I, I think, we, you know, you just look at Gamers tend to look at just the gaming aspect of it, okay. not what, what makes it go full circle. Mm. I think for me as being a general manager, you're kind of wearing two hats. Um, I'm on the business side and I'm on the, on the operations side. So I get to, I kind of, you know, I get to dive in both worlds. But what's most important at the end of the day is the business aspect of it because that's what funds everything that we do. So I think understanding the importance of sponsorships and, and and different collaborations and partnerships that ultimately at the end of the day you're looking to, to generate revenue uh, to keep uh, what's going with what you have going uh, in, in our cases you know our NBA 2KB franchise so uh, it, it's definitely important and it's necessary and understanding the, the just the whole the overall promotion of uh, what's relative to that team and that esport as uh, far as um, you know, being able to promote products and, and, and have those type of relationships that, that make sense and, and continue to grow brands and the brands in terms help you grow. Correct. You know what's funny about that? You know, just real quick, my background is health and fitness for about 25 years. Been a personal trainer. I've trained people to get on stage, right? And I have, I don't know if you know, but I have four kids. I have four boys, 18, 15, 12, and a one-year-old. The one-year-old is not gaming, but let's give him a couple of weeks, right? But the other three, all they do is 2K, COD, Fortnite, Madden, over and over. So I was training people outside of my house, but every time I came home, I was watching them game, but eating like terrible, I'm not going to mention any foods, but terrible types of chips and candy bars and soda products. And I'm thinking to myself, whoa, this is a major problem. And so, you know, we I, I'm sure you're aware of it. We created our own brand, Subgrade, which is a supplement brand for these gamers. And, and it just goes to show you that this ecosystem and everyone's backstory, it's funny how they're all colliding right now to me, you know? No, without a doubt. It's, and, it's, and, and, and it's interesting you say that because I'm good friends with the uh, Celtics crossover gaming coach, uh, Rico Fennessy. Yes. Who is the avid trainer 
uh, you know, fitness guru in my eyes. Hey, I just had I had Rico on the podcast. Yeah, he's transformed a lot of lives, and he and, he, and, and his admission is the the, the, the transform the mindsets of, of people who just view gamers as as, as, as people or, or players that just sit around and snack and and, and have a bunch of bad eating habits and and, and workout habits. Uh, he's he's changing that. And ironically for me, um, this year with my team, I have a you know my team loves to work out. Yeah, like I have guys who've been losing a ton of pounds. I mean, uh, Chalk is, is somebody who always is working out. Like he works out in between practices at the facility, whether it's doing push-ups, sit-ups, jump rope. Like he he's with it. Like right. And uh, Chalk is, is the same way. He's done lost over twenty pounds since we've been in market. Uh, more like twenty-five pounds. He's looking like a new a new man. Mm. And, and everybody's following suit. You know, when you got your, your leaders uh, doing things and, and, and kind of showing the way, everybody else tends to follow. So I got Slay, who, who also works out uh, heavily, Stephen Lay. Um, so it's just been great. Even for myself, um, I've changed a lot of my eating habits. And just the overall, like when I'm in Ohio, I'm in the car. Yep. And I'm driving around. But when I'm in New York, I'm, I'm pounding the ground. Like, I'm, walk, I'm walking, getting my steps in. Correct. Uh, taking the train. Like, I do everything that it takes. Um, I'm more inclined to walk because I don't I don't bring my car here or anything like that. So, right. even for me, I've, I've slimmed down a, a lot. And here's the thing, and I'm working on a book right now. I've been working on it for about two years. I think there's going to be a correlation in the future where not only just, like, dropping pounds, you know, aesthetically, is, is something that people are looking for. I think, you know, lowering cortisol levels, um, uh, uh, raising endorphin levels, keeping the body in homeostasis, keeping the body at, at its most efficient vitamin and mineral level will make a more efficient gamer. I think I'm making a correlation between a healthier body overall becomes a, uh, a body which has hand-eye coordination that's even a percent or two quicker reaction time a percent or two quicker and I think I think modern medicine will catch up in the next year or two no I agree I agree I mean it, I, I think everybody no matter if it's traditional sports or esports you, you're always looking to do what it takes to get that age that age I, and, and, and if we really look at it most of the time when we speak on age, it, it always starts with your health mm. and, and your physical well-being. I mean, even for for a lot of people who don't look at gaming as, as an actual sport, but you still take from the training aspect of it, the, the focus, uh, the game planning, the preparation, and, and everything that goes along with it, it still has the same concepts. And, and even while you're sitting at a screen for, you know, six, eight-plus hours, you, you want to be in the best shape that you can be in. Correct. And, and I always stress with my guys, make sure they're, they're eating, make sure they're sleeping, because I know most gamers' schedules are, are jacked up. Mine is jacked up. I, I don't have a, a set sleeping schedule. But lucky for me, I hit REM sleep pretty fast. Like, <laughs> if, I, if, if, I get, if, I sleep, if I get four hours of sleep, trust me, that's the best four hours of sleep you can, you can get. So, <laughs> Listen, I have... Kurt, hey, Kurt, I have a one-year-old. Anytime you want to get some sleep, I can bring him over to you for nine hours straight, and I promise you, you'll sleep like a baby. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, but, I, but I, I can't stress that enough. I always tell him because, you know, 
when you go from playing amateur to pro, every second matters when you're mm. in, in competition. Correct. So you you want to be you want to make sure you have your rest. You want to make sure you focus. You don't want to be playing on an empty stomach and, and, and things of that nature. So uh, my guys have been pretty good about that, and, and I see it working with a lot of people across the league that's starting to to get in shape and because they they work hard to get there. I right. mean, you know, you play the game countless hours, schedules all over the place. You're doing whatever it takes to get here. So then finally when you get here, some people, they got a moment to relax and actually have a, a schedule where they can actually work out and, and, and fit that in. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's going to mimic uh, professional sports over the last three decades, which is like, you know, if we go back to 80s, 90s uh, basketball, which is my era of basketball, these guys were great. Magic and Bird and Bernard King, they were great, but they didn't look like the athletes of today. You fast forward, LeBron spends 1.8 mil on his body. And I know his trainer, his trainer's a great guy, Mike, Mike Mencia, shout out to Mike. Um, his, his body is taken through at least one hour daily. And obviously you see him, he's still jumping out the, out the gym like he's 22. He's, he's still hitting shots, game winners, still in great physical shape and I think the video game world is going to follow suit with the last three decades of professional sports no I, I agree I mean and, and definitely I think everything is far advanced than you know if you look back at sports and any sports from the you know 60s 70s 80s 90s yes. and now you know the 21st century I mean it's it's amazing to see how long players play I mean, yeah, and, and, and at the level that, that they play, I mean, some players you forget how old they are because they're still out there competing at a high level. Correct. I mention that we always mention like LeBron, but it's the same. Like Melo is still playing. I mean, <laughs> not at the same level, but he's still producing. I mean, and then you look at a player like Chris Paul. I know. I mean, CP. Forget about how old he is, and I mean, he's still playing at a high level at the top. All-star, all-star. Yeah, still an all-star, man. Crazy. Yeah, so I, it's it's, uh, it's amazing to see where we're at now, but I can't even imagine where we'll be in another 10, 15, 20 years from now. Mm, and just to pivot off that, just business-wise for you, where do you see yourself in the next you know, five years, let's say? Um, I mean, luckily for me, um, I've built a, a, a good team around me. And they always uh, look out for my best interest. Um, I have a lot of things that's in the works and uh, that'll be uh, announced here soon. But I'm just continuing to help build NSGC into one of the, the prominent uh, esports organizations in the NBA 2K League. Uh, obviously, um, keep growing my podcast, um, keep uh, doing things that make sense for the OG. I mean, um, I'm having a great time doing what I'm doing. I'm, I'm always looking to do more. Um, I want to reach uh, people who are kind of like myself, like in the midst of maybe not knowing what you want to do, but just getting some positivity and some encouragement and, and some guys to help you get to where you want want to go. Because mm. I was sitting, I mean, you know, I was in my mid thirties. Um, I was I was having fun living life, but. I didn't know, always know exactly what I wanted to do, uh, at, you know, and gaming just built that for me. And, and, and really, the one thing that I'll take from my, from my story, if I can pass on to anybody, is that if you do things 
for the love and for the passion and, and you stay dedicated to it uh, it's no telling where it can take you because that's that's truly what it was for us we was running 2k leagues and tournaments for out of the pure love of the game and passionate about it we had fun we worked hard at it mm. and then now we're, we're reaping the benefits of that OG uh, I just want to wrap it up right now but before we wrap it up can you give everyone your social media handles, your podcast, any websites so they can follow you? Yes. Um, you can follow me at OG King Kerr on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. OG King Kerr, O-G-K-I-N-G-C-U-R-T. Uh, you can go to www.ogkingkerr.com uh, for everything OG King Kerr and the podcast. You can follow the podcast on social media uh, at the OG Two Cents Podcast. That's on Instagram. Twitter and Facebook and then check out our YouTube channel uh, the OG Two Cents Podcast as well OG appreciate your time man continued success man hey thank you for having me and you keep doing the same we'll be in touch thank you brother alright bye bye